way through and scoring the opening goal. Ball played into Epson! Is that the goal that sends Yeovil to Wembley? And it was well turned around again by the hero of the day, Pennock. So hello and welcome to another edition of the Glover's Past from the Glover's Cast, where we go through the green and white archives to speak with players who graced Hewis Park from down the years. And we're kicking off 2024 with a player who sits in the top 20 of Yeovil Town's all-time goal scorers, having got 36 goals in just over two and a half years in Somerset, during what it's fair to say were some of the more difficult times of the club's history. We'll discuss those goals and much more, I'm sure, with uh, Francois Zoko. So Francois, first welcome to the Glovers cast. Thank you very much for having me. So, uh, really looking forward for this one. Thank you. No problem at all. Fantastic. Well, I thought we'd start off maybe a little bit before you um, arrived at Yeovil, because looking through your uh, the early days of, of your career, you obviously played around the uh, the French and, and the Belgian divisions, and, and then you ended up at Carlisle United. So tell us just to start with, how did you manage up manage to get in Carlisle, having come from France <laughs> and Belgium? Uh, life. <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. Just a life, and um, yeah. I start my uh, do my academy uh, French academy background so Nancy. Yep. Uh, start to play at seventeen uh, professional, then move on Belgium. Then uh, after two years of Belgium, get transfer in Turkey. So okay, uh, yeah, in Turkey, and um, it wasn't uh, it was good. It was good experience, but it wasn't that thing that I was expecting at that time of my career. And uh, come back in France, and I have opportunity to communicate. And um, at that time, I have a couple of choices, and I choose to go Carlisle. And don't ask me why, but I think it was good. Uh, it was good. Um, it was uh, I was saying it was a good choice for me because I did enjoy my time over there. So yeah, happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. Quite a quite a culture difference, I imagine, going from Belgium and France and Turkey to 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 Carlisle. But it seemed your career then stayed uh, pretty much in, in in the north. You had Carlisle, Blackpool, Notts County, and 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 then Bradford, uh, and and then Yeovil Town after that. So having spent a lot of your career in England in the north, you you then moved very far south in Yeovil in November 2015. Do you, do you remember how that move to Yeovil came about? Yeah, uh, I signed for Yeovil after uh, I would say um, an experience, short experience at Brad, uh, Bradford. Yeah, uh, I was at Blackpool Championship and uh, uh, going loan at Bradford. It, was, it didn't work out the way uh, I wanted. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> Yeovil, uh, Yeovil was the option uh, through uh, Terry and uh, Darren Way. So. And I get there, and um, from since that, I stay uh, two and a half years, nearly three. So, so it didn't end up the way I want it, but there is a good memory in uh, 
make uh, meet, uh, meet uh, some great people. Yeah. Like I, I like to say every time, uh, food uh, life is not only football, it's not only on the pitch. There is a is a bigger in the bigger picture. Yeah, I, I enjoy my time here. Yeah, and I imagine a, a very different place because places like 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 Blackpool and Bradford and um, Carlisle as well, you know, they're, they're fairly big places, aren't they? Yeovil's are a lot smaller, I would have imagined. I must have felt that way when you arrived. Yeah, uh, the, the thing is, I still live in Nottingham. Okay. Uh, when I when I left Carlisle to South North County, I based in Nottingham after I didn't move, so I'm still living in Nottingham for last uh, now twelve years. Right. So ten years more, yeah. So. And family based in Nottingham, and I was just moving. Or I accommodated myself the way I, the best way to uh, to um, to play, to to try to do my best and my work. But I was living in Nottingham that time, and uh, yeah, and Somerset is is beautiful place. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, nice, nice, nice part of the world world to live in. I mean, because <clears throat> I think when um, looking back through the, the the records, when you first arrived, you were just on a on a relatively short term deal. I mean. When you signed, do you remember thinking, oh, this is a place I could stay for a while, Yeovil? Because you stayed four seasons, so that's you know, quite a long time, more than any other club, I think, uh, in your career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about, uh, I, I I get there about 2015, I think, and I retired 2009, 19. 19 so yeah. um, it's a three and a half. Yeah, uh, you know, when you, um, we are footballers, we were playing, you, you go somewhere and uh, you really don't um, plan a long, long term because yeah. everything changes every time. But the project at that time was, I think it was a good project for me at that moment on my career. Uh, the first challenge was to stay up. We did it. And yeah. the second season with less, even less, um, yeah. uh, less resources, we did it again. And we have some good cup run. So there's a lot of good experience in there and uh, meeting good good people you will. But every year you want to, you know, it, it was a club that even after when um, we and I, I we, we finished the, uh, the season, uh, 2019, I want to stay for, to be part of the rebuild uh, thing. But yeah. everything changed again. And uh, I think it wasn't, um, it wasn't my thing, but I already always like it. And uh, it's different because I've I grown Paris area, live in Turkey and Ankara capital, so it's big, big cities. Mm. And Belgium, same. And uh, when I come to Carla and Yovi, it's different, but I did like it. I really yeah. like it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, looking at that, you say you arrived in, in, in November, so almost kind of like halfway through through that first season, 2015, 2016. And uh, yeah. there were there were a few games, but then I remember you getting your, your first two goals in a in a home game with, with Barnet. And um I think they were two sort of in the last last ten minutes. I mean, it must yeah. have been good then but as a striker, you want you just want to score goals, don't you? So to get your first goals for a new club must have been a special moment. Yeah, it's a special moment. Uh, in fact, we need it. <laughs> we need to win games. We need yeah. to have a result. Whatever score, me or someone else, it don't yeah. matter at that time. We needed to uh, to grab points because we were bottom of the league and five, six points behind. Yeah, I think sometimes people forget that. And uh, uh, in Braguette right now, I think sometimes people forget that. What amazing job at that time uh, Darren Way did with less resources, but people don't recognize that. I hope now they can see how difficult it is. Uh, and it turned things around with a young man, uh, not experiencing that. He did, uh, I think at that time, now we can we can uh, evaluate his work to say, 
it wasn't an easy job, but I did it. And uh, we stay up on that. My first few goals, I was happy with there. And uh, the club, the chairman at that time, and uh, Darren, the staff theory, they make sure that uh, we live well together. And this is was the, one of the things. Absolutely, and I don't know if you remember there was a there was a game relatively early earlier on. One of your former clubs, um, Carlisle, and at another of your former clubs, Blackpool. It was uh, when Carlisle's ground was flooded, and there was a, flooded, yeah. a really sandy pitch at Blackpool. Do you remember that in the FA Cup? I remember. I remember with that big head. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was the one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was um, that must have been a, a strange game to play in again because you were obviously very well regarded by um, uh, Carlisle, Carlisle fans. Yeah, still. And uh, listen, I think sometimes uh, when we are in the game, we are so focused. Uh, yeah. We we don't really realize uh, all of the impact that we can have on people. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been me. I've always been me where I go. And I think sometimes uh, it's it been recognized that by fans. Uh, I'm when I go, I try to give my best, try to enjoy it. I'm quite open person with the, the fans, uh, everyone. So Carly coming in the UK, don't speak any English. <laughs> so <laughs> get it there. And um, they've been fantastic over there. So in this stay, it's still, and uh, you will same. So every time I can go on down there, I do. And uh, yeah, everything same. Must have been strange because a lot of those players, you probably knew a lot of those players, Carlisle players. So to score against them must have been a bit of a strange feeling, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's a strange feeling, um, but it's the business, it's the work. It's, uh, you have to do what you have to do. But I should score the, the one that I should have scored in the FA Cup. <laughs> the FA Cup, yeah. I, mean. I think is the one that cost you the most. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. It's this one that- it should be about. Yeah, our, in the in the replay um, at Yeovil, that was it. I, I remember there was um, a, a sort of a two red cards. There was a big brawl in the penalty area, and then you mentioned the penalties as as well. That must have been a, a feisty game to play in that one. It was it was a proper FA Cup game, replay fight, and we have a penalty in the last minute. I get a penalty usually when I get penalty, I don't take it. Yeah. Uh, and that time I took it, Carlisle, okay, I won't do the business. Yeah. And, and uh, behind that, we lost on penalty. So, <coughs> pardon, excuse me. So, uh, it's, uh, it's just football, but it's, uh, you know, you, you experience different um, emotions sometimes. And uh, this was uh, one of them when we played at Blackpool uh, with Carlisle, two former club, yeah. and uh, playing there. So, yeah, it was strange, but it was good, uh, good, good experience though. Yeah, and again, just looking down that um, uh, the, the the team who you were playing alongside that, that season, there was a uh, um, Connor Roberts who's obviously gone on to do some great things, uh, established Premier League international player. Yeah. I mean, is he someone you remember then, even as a young man, thinking, oh, he's got something about him? Yeah, he's a uh, he's the one of you know, um, I like him because uh, he have big personality. Don't scare and training. You're gonna go. You're gonna go challenge. You come challenge me one or two times. But I have to show him I'm an holder. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, he, bossy, he, yeah. I, I already have um big, big, big respect for him because he was so young, but the work he was putting, you know where you're going to end up a little bit because he was so committed to what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Play with a lot of enthusiasm and positive mind. He's is good, is good guy now. And we still we still, we still in torture. Sometimes drop a text. So some of yeah. the boys, so uh, yeah. 
So I still follow some of the boys now playing, and uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, he's good, 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 very good player. I think he was player of the season, maybe that season for Yeovil. For a lone player, that's quite something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and again, looking through the through the history, it says January twenty sixteen, you extended your contract, and Darren Way at the time said that you were going to be a a key player in the dressing room because of your your experience. I mean, did you feel like that, like a bit of a leader for what was a very young team, as you've mentioned? <laughs> uh, true story. Yeah. At the end, all of the boys was calling me uncle. Uncle's Oaks, I remember, yeah. <laughs> so, to tell you how, how uh, my role was, how I was around of them, and uh, that relationship I have with all of them, uh, I think is the only thing I could do because most of them is their first experience at, as a first team from uh, Southampton, all of the club around, Swansea, yeah. is their first experience. Uh, after that, it's not it's not too much about on the pitch. It's to make sure they're in a great environment. They can because we need them. I need them. <laughs> Everyone yeah. needs them. So it's not uh, more about me. It's to make sure that they are comfortable and the environment is good for them uh, to perform for the club. And at some point, it was excellent. And at some, it wasn't because we have to understand they are young. <laughs> they're coming. They are young, so it's going to be up and down. You don't want to be consistent because it's just a football. If you have a lot of young boys coming, you know, at some part of season, you're going to suffer because it's, uh, it's just a uh, nature. It's human nature. It's normal. It's yeah. not normal, but it's the life. It's reality. So, yeah. yeah. So, we are <laughs> Uncle Zok was my nickname. So, Do they still, still call it you now? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <It's> still. <laughs> Always uncle, yeah. And and, yeah. and I remember at the end of that season, as you say, it was a it was a relegation um, battle. But there was a crazy game um, at the end there against um, away at Barnet, which ended in a four three win, I think, with a goal in yeah. the in the last yeah. minute. That must have been a game to play, and that was must have been crazy. Yeah, um, like I said, as some uh, some of the game we played, the fact that we have so much young, yeah, they don't feel the pressure or of uh, this. They know it's important. But you know, some of the game when they turn up, it's amazing, and yeah. this is one of the game. And uh, <clears throat> the boys to reply, the boys did amazing game, fantastic, fantastic work, team effort, and uh, yeah, we get that win you know, at the end, and uh, it was it was a very good game. Yeah, just looking at some of the players you played in that game. I mean, Harry Cornick, who scored the winner, he's obviously gone on to be football league player. Yeah. Liam Walsh again, excellent Walsh, player yeah. in his time. Some great players in that side. Like I said, all of them you saying it was their first experience of the pro. Yeah. Uh, Walshi, Harry, yeah. Sam, Storage, yeah. some of the boys, Fela, who is doing well now, Bromley, uh, <coughs> sorry, Bevis Mugabe, who is doing a mobile. So there is a yeah. corner, there's a lot of, we can go. And when I say that, sometimes um, people forget that you will give a lot of opportunity to some of the boys that to to crack on their life their career which is good yeah. it didn't work out at the end but it's, it's just a life experience it's not only on the pitch you can make the thing work it's all of the uh, all of the setup that helped and uh, once again i say uh, darren darren was quite brave to take all of those youngers coming because some some coaches will say no because it's too much but it was bringing always new boys so we can uh, we can at least recognize that and uh, and easier for to try to to do the thing with the kids who was coming so yeah yeah it was uh, it was it was good 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 
experience from me from the older player position to see uh, how they, they evolve, uh, evolve now in their life. I think it's one thing every Oval fan would say. We've been blessed that down the years, including the years you were with us, uh, with some uh, loan players and a club like Yeovil, you, you rely on players from the Football League, uh, clubs from the Football League sending those young talents to you and those rough diamonds that you've got to shape up a bit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true, it's true. But yeah. like I said, we uh, we did it for uh, three years and the last one didn't work out yeah. at the end. Even if he was amazing star of the season, like football is crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was certainly we we know that now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I mean, if you go back to to that that summer, um, uh, twenty sixteen, I think it was. I mean, you signed a a new contract. You've obviously spoken a lot about um Darren Way. I mean, did did he play a part? Could you have moved at any point uh, to a, to another club, or was you you were you were quite happy with him and with everything that there was at Yeovil at that point? Yeah, there are there always been options. This is uh, true, and uh, and uh, we have a chat with Darren Derry. Uh, you have a big big role all of that. Mistain, and uh, you know we create uh, something there when we say let's go, let's work together and uh, try yeah. to go as far as we can, and uh, expecting try to have the the support of the uh, of the board at that time. And it's yeah, uh, I just stay because I feel well, I feel good over there, and. Um, you know, sometimes you don't, uh, at that moment of my career, I was over 30. You don't complicate yeah. things. You want yeah. just the, the the things being done well and just try to enjoy your football and try to help uh, as much you can at that time. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and again, looking at the, the, the start of that season, I know... Um... There was um it was perhaps a, a a bit of a a bit of a tricky start but you I think you might have um had a bit of a injury around the beginning of that time but then looking at it from uh the beginning of November to the beginning of December you've got uh you know sort of five goals in 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 seven games I mean as a striker do you just have those those spells where you just everything you touch turns to goals. Yes and no. Yeah, I think it's the dynamic. Everything about dynamic of the team. How the team was doing at that moment. How the team is set up. Uh, a striker by his own. Even uh, me at that time is is not matter. It don't make any sense. Is do you have all of the uh, important experienced player or of the good youngers was fit at the same time? So mm -hmm. it's all of that. It wasn't just uh, <laughs> I could go, but the proof is some game I was playing. He wasn't going in. We don't cry enough because it was a dynamic at that time. Uh, the team was in good mood, good run, good dynamic. And uh, everyone was fit, I remember. So it, it helped to have a fit group and everyone uh, working together. It, it, it did help at that time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it just clicks, doesn't it? Like you say, there's football. You can't can't work it out why um why that what why that happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes we just think it was uh, at that time it was good because we have a run and uh, I think we have a lot of game win one nil one nil if I remember, so it was good, uh, strong, solid uh, team for every time, and uh, yeah, we try to do the basics right at that time and uh, I think yeah, it helped us to come back in the league and stay up and and, and even have a good run and cup. Yeah, and th and that season, I think for the I think in your first two seasons, so you were mm -hmm. top scorer. We got thir thirteen thirteen goals in th that season by the by the looks of it. Which is, when mm -hmm. you're a striker, do you set yourself a target as to 
where, where, where you want to go at the start of the season. Was that about right for you? Thirteen goals. Um, I don't, I don't set myself target because I'm not originally a striker. Oh, okay. Never been, I never been mean a more of a forward offensive player, left, right, being striker. Right. And um, I never really good season set myself. I want to score that minor goal. I, it's always been uh, the same um, approach. Try to help the team as much you can. Uh, this is was uh, even more when I was Uvil because. Like I explained, the team, the team, uh, the environment, the, the youngest, uh, it was important that they perform. It was important that they get at level. We need to, to get something together. So this was my main thing more generally. If I score, I don't mind. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. But if sub Sarge score or Fela score, I, I'm even more happy because I know you're going to build from that. You're going to grow from that in the... When Alex uh, Alex come in, Fisher come in, same thing. Yeah. So it's some of the things uh, we try to to do to help the team. So I wasn't too much too much focus on goal. I've never been. This is, maybe this is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I mean, it must have been. You've you've mentioned there about the 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 difficulty that there was. There was a lot of players coming and going. I mean. Fans like myself, we perhaps don't see that from the outside, and you get frustrated when results don't go right. But um, was it is, is it difficult when you have a big turnover of of players and lots of comings and goings? I mean, you'd really like a settled a settled team, would you? If that's the preference. Yeah, this is the all of the. Um, remember at the start of that conversation, I spoke about uh, an inconsistent at some point. Mm. Is that too? Is not only the team; is all of the. Uh, project around of that if you have uh, at the end of year if you have half of the team going because there wasn't loan uh, <clears throat> you go you, you start again there wasn't yeah. a continuity there wasn't uh, something we do and we keep the same group every time grow because there wasn't loan so you always go in go in and uh, start again new boys come in if you can keep one of two so it was kind of that every time and uh, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't work. And yeah. this is just a story of football life too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, f- fast forwarding to the 2017-2018 um, the season, the uh, penultimate one that you, you played for the club. There was, um, uh, that season, we brought in uh, Matt Worthington on loan, who who now we know as uh, one of the club's most experienced players, the club captain. I mean, do you remember him coming in, Matt Worthington, as a, as a yes, young player? Of course. <laughs> yes, yeah? of course. Of course, Matt is, um, you know, I'm happy that he's doing all of that with the club. I'm happy he's part of the project. I'm uh, be more happy if he get promoted, he'll crack on, because you don't see that enough. Yeah. Because you don't see line enough. He could move on by stay. And uh, this is, people have to respect that. And I know uh, Glovers respect that. I know you will fans respect that because what he's doing is amazing. He stayed there. He, he released the challenge and... Uh, yeah, he's his personality. He's good. He's a good person. And, uh, I'm not surprised. He's now leading the uh, the club, uh, the team. So yeah, I'm happy for him. And uh, I want to get promoted and crack on and go back and league football because he's still young. Who can do it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You can definitely tell when he he sees someone when he puts that armband on. You know, it means something to him because he's been there for yeah. a long time. You know, he's been there. Yeah, he's been there. He's been yeah. there for a long time. He grew with the club. He's now a young man. <laughs> he grew with the club. So. Like I said, you have to. Is a is a lot of respect that I see, and uh, you could try to go somewhere to find his life going there because he's a yeah. good player. 
don't forget that. And they stay there. And I think uh, this is big respect that uh, most of uh, all of people that are attached to the club should uh, uh, show him every time. Yeah, absolutely. And um, coming on to onto that season, we can't uh, not talk about um, the FA Cup. And there was uh, one game I, I particularly remember against uh, Port Vale in the FA Cup in, in December 2017. And you scored uh, the winning goal that, that day, 109 minutes, I think it was, that you scored in. Um, yeah. I mean, what is this, uh, somebody who's come come to this country and you, you've played a lot of FA Cup games? I mean, what is it that's different about the FA Cup compared to any other cup competition in, in, in the world, I guess? Um. I cannot describe the vibe around of that. It just you have to leave it to feel. Yeah. It. I, I cannot describe it because it's something different. Is um, everyone at it? Everyone on? Everyone want to win that game? Fans? It's not like um, league game. You have another league game. If I cup, the beauty is it can it can stop right now. <coughs> Sorry. And uh, for the club too is uh, is another way to to. To, to make money, you have to say yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, for the player, it's another way to play against the bigger clubs, to to make uh, your name. So there is a different thing coming there. And uh, the way is sell also, the way the, the the marketing around of that, it make this uh, this competition even more special. I always been a lucky. I like I like especially Africa, and yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So so score some no yeah some goals in that competition, and uh, yeah, I really like it. Yeah, that was an important one. And I remember in the next round, um, there's a win, which I think surprised a lot of people, a 2-0 winner home to, to Bradford City. Um, you, you, you obviously played in, in that game, another one of your, your your former teams. Does that always add a little bit more when you're playing against one of your former teams So you want to do well? I mean, with your Bradford uh, experience at Bradford, maybe? I'm going to be honest with you. I play so many clubs. <laughs> so, you can't remember them so all. <laughs> no, no, I remember all, of them, but I don't gonna be every time. Like every week, oh, I have some emotional stuff. And those country brought for you will be like yeah. that. No, uh, I would say um, you really, you really don't think about that. <clears throat> yeah, there is a club that um, you attach to it. Like Carla is different. Yeah, those country obviously I live in Nottingham, Yeovil. There is a club that there is something. Plus that make it special. Yeah. Carla with my first trophy, Carla coming first experience winning Johnson Trophy, play uh, Wembley. So it will be something special. After other clubs, there's experience with Blackpool. Yes, I play for Blackpool, I play for uh, uh, Bradford. I, I love being, I enjoy my time over there in either way. But it will be different than some of the clubs. If I play Yeovil tomorrow, uh, if I have to play Yeovil, I come back retirement, I mean, I play Yeovil. <laughs> It will be different because it's a club that I still most. I'm a, a second on the club history top scorer, so all of that. So in, there is a thing that you cannot. Uh, yeah, you will say yeah, it's different. Yeah. But Bradford, yeah, is it was a club that I play and I was happy that uh, we, go, we 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 win to go to the next yeah. step. Yeah, and obviously that game was uh, proved to be really important because in the next round we we were drawn at home to Manchester United and uh, obviously that game um, finished a, a four 0 defeat for Yeovil. But what was that like to be on the pitch with the likes of you know Sanchez, Lukaku, Marcus Rashford, Michael K, Juan Mata? That must have been an experience to play against those kind of players. Uh, yes, 
for uh, for me it's not changed too much because uh, for youngest yes but for me it's not changed too much because before that I have experience to play against big players even in France and Belgium Turkey even before Manchester I think we brought for we, we've been uh, at Chelsea beat Chelsea 4-1 over there so um, there's a, the I had already uh, some of the some of the sense of that but for the boys, the youngest was coming first experience. It was a big thing. Uh, new haircut, uh, look good, <laughs> bright on TV, they have to be sharp. So we're Making sure they look that. good on the TV. <laughs> yeah, always. And uh, yeah, it's good. It was, it was amazing experience. Um, uh, yeah. Honestly, it was good. Yeah, I think it was one of the first game of Mourinho. So yeah. I'm a big fan of him. This year, I think it was the ma main thing for me, was Mourinho, uh, honestly. Because I'm a big, yeah. big fan. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. It was that was big experience. Good experience. Did you try and swap shirts with Mourinho at the end? Is that who you wanted? No, he sang, he sang my shirt. Good kind word on it. Big, nice picture. Oh, nice. nice picture together. I have sang uh, the shirt. Uh, good kind word on the shirt. So, yeah, good. Yeah, brilliant. And and, and that season obviously ended again with 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 a survival um, in the in the in the league league two as well. And um, I remember there was a there was a game at uh, Coventry. You mentioned Sam Surridge and and Alex Fisher. The three of you all got two goals that game. I mean, that must have been you know a big stadium and a big big club in Coventry. <clears throat> that must have felt like yeah. an important win. Yeah, I think it was in uh, January or uh, December, end of December, January, yeah. You're going there, 6-2, six, six, big game. Six, yeah. Yes, I scored two, Sam scored two, uh, Fish scored two. Um, like I said, it's dynamic on that game. I think everyone was fit. Omar was there, Gary was there. Everyone was quite uh, fit. And uh, this is was the uh, main things and, and that because... Obviously, we don't have enough. We don't have uh, too much resources. Mm -hmm. So when everyone fit, we know we can have a result. But when you start to missing one, two, uh, it starts to be difficult. Even the youngers, they're gonna help. They're gonna try to do their best. And uh, but football is uh, is tough. This league, they are is ruthless. So this is what in that game we, everyone was there. We're training very well, and we go in there. We knew we can do something because Coventry was good at that. But we knew we have everyone fit and we have a very good game in that time. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and the summer that followed that, obviously, the 2018-2019 season, which which went on to be the club's last in in the in the EFL. I mean, that summer, looking at it again, lots of lots of changes, lots of players coming in and, and, and going out as well. I mean, was there anything that summer that made you think this is gonna be even harder than it has been previous? previous summers uh i go on facts i go on uh, i have my way i think i say when you you play with the the fire sometimes you're gonna burn you mm. i think we've been on the edge last the year before year before year before year before we've been on the edge and uh at one point you're gonna get a catch this is the way i say <coughs> sorry I, I i get a little bit cold so sorry oh don't worry about it now it's that time so, of year yeah, so I, I'm, I'm. This is the way I say I've been in the club. I see people coming, going, and uh, there is no, there wasn't um, a core team. But uh, Omar was there. Some of the boys got move on. Some coming. Uh, Wadi move on. Mm. So uh, Darren Ward move on, and so it was kind of, um, yeah. How are we gonna go again? Who gonna come in? Who gonna come in? So. 
And like I say, if when you go in that way and you're going to get caught, if you don't make a big, big effort to have uh, that squad to say at least in worst case scenario, you're going to stay up <laughs> and uh, try to push for something a little bit bigger. Yeah. And uh, I think it's, it's just the purpose of a League 2, League 1. If you stay in the same runs and run, you're going to get caught, uh, you're going to get caught at some point. I think if you go, yeah, we're going to go for, for uh, playoff plays. You end up uh, 14, 12, 15, you will be disappointed, but you save. But if you go and same thing every time, but you know, it don't work, uh, it don't work out. And um, it was a very unfortunate season, I, I, I believe, because the team wasn't that bad. It was a very good team. Even it was a lot of new boys, young coming again, but it was a good team. I believe that it was a good team because we were top of the uh, top three at the start of season after five, good, a big result. <coughs> I, I get. I was injured after the second game against Mansfield, and uh, yeah, after the behind the same thing happening, and uh, is uh, is really a strange season. It's yeah. a shame because the team was good enough to do better. Mm. Yeah, it, uh, around that time, obviously, one thing everyone will remember: there was a lot of talk off the pitch about takeovers, and um, there was. Um, a chap, Mark Palmer, who was a sort of a, a middleman, I guess, um, who was brought in by the owner at the time, Norm, Norman Haywood. And I, I remember you speaking afterwards about how he'd come into the to the dressing room and your, your concerns about that. I mean, was that something that was a distraction for the players at a time when you didn't need a distraction, I guess? I said we have to all put everything in perspective. When I say that, it wasn't against uh, uh, Mr. Palmer or against someone. I think sometimes it can be uh, see a misinterpreted. I'm not coming back on my word, but I put in perspective. We spoke now for quite uh, about half an hour more. I was saying, I was every time repeating the same thing. This team was a younger team. Mm. We have a lot of young, lot of young boys in this dress room. So if you have an experienced team, men's team, they have already have more than 150 games, I think, they're going to deal with everything. They are capable. They can manage themselves. Yeah. So, when you have a youngest in that dress room, and anything happening like that, it's a lot of, lot of uh, lose of focus. You have to every time bring people in. It was most of time my 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 role to try to stay focused on football for wise with the staff with the, some other players. So it was kind of thing like that. So it wasn't something. Uh, it, uh, did agree with uh, his approach or not? But there's a context you have to see the what the context of the team, what kind of people in that team, and uh, try to work around. It was that I think the approach it was good or not, but at the end it didn't work out for anyone, for uh, for the club, for them, for anyone. So this is uh, is a real shame because it was a big potential. Yeah. Uh, and 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 Rob Rob Kuhik, who obviously was um, went on to take on Wickham Wanderers, I think still owns Wickham Wanderers. Now uh, his takeover didn't didn't work out. Did you ever speak to him as an experienced player, or, or was it all Mark Palmer? He was the only real character that you spoke to from that group. Uh, first, I didn't hear you say he take a uh, uh, he take another club Wickham. It didn't work out. So. Uh, I have a chat with uh, with uh, Mr. Palmer. I have a chat sometime with the uh, the uh, future owner. So it's quite informal chat. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was not a formal, which is a, a shame because it should have been a formal uh, design. Could decide could have decided at that time the approach that we should have uh, to our dress room. So it could have helped, I think. And at that time, like I say, it was a very difficult season for me because I was injured. I tried to help, but I wasn't fit. Mm -hmm. So I was. Uh, people don't see it, but when you've been uh, all of the boy been look at you. When you have a hard time, everything, everyone's look at you because you are the experience or the captain in in those games. You have to give the you have to lead by example on the pitch, but you're not able to do it because physically you are struggling. So and there was one. And second thing, all of the noise around of that, you have to try to manage it to try with the coach's story because the result, the, the result wasn't good enough and the coaching under pressure. So it was kind of a little bit more, too much for the boys because it's not big club. Big club, it can be, the noise can be a little bit far, but this is, everything is uh, next door. So <laughs> it was kind of thing like that. It didn't help. But it's like I say, it's, uh, it's, it's life, it's experience. And uh, club, I think they learn, people learn about that. Now we have to uh, we have to move uh, move forward and try to uh, rectify that the, the best way possible. I think uh, the new owner is doing a very very great job right now to reset to reset everything, and uh, we have to recognize that. So we have to support him. Absolutely, yeah, and 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 I mean, just to finish off uh, that that season, um, you were obviously uh, part of that in that final game or the or the game that. Com completed the relegation, I guess, and then in the <clears> summer <throat> you were released. It must have been hard to finish that way after, as you say, had an enjoyable time at Yeovil. Must have been hard to finish um, as as leaving with the club not no longer in in the football league. I mean, was there a chance? Did you want to stay? Was there a chance for you to stay, or was it taken out of your hands? <laughs> there, there was a lot of discussion. I even don't remember how many discussions we had between the staff. <coughs> First with uh, Darren, who want to play a coach. Yeah. After Darren move, uh, new man come in, and yeah. uh, the new. So it was a lot of discussion. But I always been open to what I want to do uh, to stay to fight to bring the, the club back and the, the league and rebuild on something because I don't think it was that bad. Sometimes, if the, the project was set up clear, I would have stayed. I don't mind. I would have stayed and uh, built from that and uh, try to bring the club on and lead, which I think that it was uh, uh, more than um, possible, I think. But it depends of the project. It depends of how the thing looks like outside. And uh, I didn't know how it looked like, how it going to look like, what is really the uh, objective. What they want to do at that time, if the, uh, the takeover was um, complete or not, mm. so it was okay. It was too much to uh, because it's a reality. We find out late in, uh, in June or May that the takeover was going on or not. They released players, so it was a lot of uncertainty. And uh, this is was uh, it wasn't. I think it wasn't good for me because I live in Nottingham. So if I go somewhere that far, I need come some stability. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And after I stop, this was my first, my last season. After I just, uh, I just go on coaching. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I was going to say, since since leaving Yeovil, you've uh, played in the in the non-leagues around the Nottingham area, and then just before Christmas, um, you were announced as um, the academy coach at, at Burton Albion. I mean, what what are your hopes um, for for coaching? Could we see Francois Zoka the manager at some time? Only time will let only time will tell us. Um, now I have a. As after I stop, I go through uh, different experiences. I uh, try to set up my, uh, I not try, I set up my, my own academy because I wanted to coach. And the reality is sometimes you don't have opportunity. So I say, uh, just through the COVID, I said, why I don't set up my own? I can coach when I want. <laughs> this is the idea. So I did it. And uh, I have a, with New York Town, I did that. And before that, I go in Grand Time trying to play. Uh, Little bit step three was around of the uh, near Nottingham, but I played I think two games. After that's it, it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. So coaching a bit and uh, yeah, progress and uh, been the Premier League program, the professional player to coach, which uh, sent me at Lincoln for two years, working across of the academy, uh, PDP and uh, YDP, and uh, been graduate of my 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 Premier League degree last week as a high diploma. University, uh, Bicket University, 10 days ago. And now I'm taking the role of uh, academy uh, head of coaching, so, which is a big role. And uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, to go through all that and enjoy it. Fantastic. It's different, but I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, brilliant. So do you, would that be something you want to carry on? You want to be a coach? Do, do you have ambitions of being a manager? Is that something you've thought about? I am always been, uh, I, I don't put limit on everything I did. I don't go and say, like I said, I don't go and say I'm going to score 20 goals. I'm just going to give my best. And it's the same approach I have. And I've been doing that. I go through a lot of development, experience different things, go, uh, learning other side of the sport, the uni side, sport development side. I didn't, I'm not shy to try. And uh, yeah, I'm just open. I'm just going moving next step to another step and see how far it can go. I think this is more, it make it more exciting for me to see how far I can go in that. Absolutely. And you've obviously seen um, how young players at Yeovil can, can, can flourish. So any of those good players you've got at Burton, you know, you're going to send them down our way, are you? Yes, of course. Of course, you have, you have some good boys there because uh, in the UFA Cup, we beat Aston Villa. Um, we play Tottenham next, uh, next, uh, next month. On 15, 16. So, um, yeah, there are some good boys. <coughs> Sorry, I'm struggling. No, no. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll make sure that we give the manager at Yeovil your number and we'll, we'll tell him to, to, to give you a call, send some good players our way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm open. I can, uh, can I, I can arrange that. No worries. If, uh, <laughs> there you go. Interesting. We have a very, very good defender. It's very good. So, we have some good, we have some good, uh, good talents and um, exciting to see them uh, develop. There is a young now going to, going to supervise more from first of uh, January being that role. So yeah, it's a it's a, it's a very exciting time, and um, I'm looking forward to try to to develop boys at the same time develop myself to get better at what I'm doing. Fantastic. Right. Well, Francois, thank you very much for your time. We always end these podcasts by just saying to the player, just um, there obviously be a lot of Yeovil Town fans who remember you as a player. Um, just your opportunity to say any any final words that you want to say to Yeovil Town fans out there listening. Listen, uh, it's been always a pleasure to be there 
at Yeovil. People know me and I've uh, been always open with them, I'm quite honest, because it's my the way I see things. And um, it didn't work out the last season that we played there. But like I say, sometimes you have to, uh, it's one step back to, to develop better. So I'm, uh, I'm just encouraging everyone to support this new this new team, this new club is building. I know they are far from the league, league football, but the thing can go so quick. So we have to have faith and believe and support the, the new owner and people are, are, are involved in the club, and especially the players. Some big names like Frank Noble that I know is there, Matthew. So the, the coach, uh, uh, Cooper, that means there is a project. When you see all of that, there's a project and you have to stick with them and support them. And uh, I believe that the UB will come back in uh, very, very quick and uh, and the league football. This is my uh, my wish for, for everyone at UB. Yeah, well, we definitely share that wish with you, Francois, I promise. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us. Crittenden forcing his way through and scoring the opening goal. And it was well turned around again by the hero of the day, Pennington.